Hi folks and welcome to Sparkles for Mental Health, Growth in Five Dimensions. I'm Dr. Christine Sauer and today I'm really excited to have parenting coach Chinara Crumpton with me. So this show is on how to become your best as a parent and about practical strategies to help your children shine and to grow up to be successful, well-adjusted adults. Welcome, Chinara. Hello. Hi. Thank you, Christine, um, for inviting me. Ah, it's a pleasure. And uh, I know, Chinara, that you are an experienced professional British nanny. And I met you on a recent visit to London in England, where some of my own grandchildren live. And I was impressed by your caring attitude towards my own grandkids and your skill of guiding them to do what was needed in the situation, being firm, consistent, without causing too much upset and screaming and fights that are so common in our families today. And I had the same when my kids were small. We didn't have a nanny, we should have. And I remember thinking, I wish I would have had Chinara as a nanny when my own kids were young. So we got talking and I found out that you're really well educated, have studied early childhood education, psychology, and that you have a passion for sharing all your knowledge with the world. So here we are today, starting to help a wider audience raise healthier, happier children to become a genius, as you say. Now, let's explain that a little bit more. Tinara, what do you mean when you say any child can be a genius? Well, interesting. So when somebody says genius, people automatically assume it's a child with a brilliant academic achievements or very high IQ. In my terms, in my perception, that isn't a description of a genius child or genius person. So genius is somebody who is so brilliant at what he or she is doing because he or she found what his passion is. And how do you do that? By doing correct, right parenting, by taking care of a child and letting him find a passion. And that is genius because that person, that little person who becomes a big person in adulthood, he's going to be so loving his life he is going to be so passionate about everything. He's going to think how love, a lot, um, world loves him and he loves back. So that is genius in my turn. Um, and I've heard you say that those children, they can't help but become successful because as you said, they're so passionate. Now, uh, yes. Some people say, oh, my child is just too stupid, or it has challenges like a disability, ADHD, or is autistic. Have you mm -hmm. any experience with those children? What happened to them? Oh, yes. So when I say genius, the child has to shine. And in my three decades of experience, what I... Um, realized that and what I saw that children with all kind of um, conditions uh, can shine. They can be geniuses. 
I have come across with um, a work in an environment where parents, my employers, they had formally, uh, formally they were formally diagnosed with ADHD. So a parent had ADHD and a child had ADHD. And Christine, what was amazing eye-opening for me as well, because I was a, a young parent myself. I also used to think to be a genius, you have to be uh, born really talented or having a really high IQ and anything. So this parent uh, with ADHD had so much energy and this um, multitasking skills are so amazing. So what I learned watching those people, uh, and uh, there were a few of them, uh, that if you channel that energy right, if you have intentions right, and if you develop skills, uh, so in our case, as a carer for child, if we help the child to develop skills to channel his skills into something he is very passionate, something he's good at, it's going to be phenomenal. And that's what genius born, the child shines. When I say genius, it means give opportunity to, to a child to shine. And when he shines, he feels so good about himself. So he feels that he can conquer a, a world. He can achieve anything he wants. And as I observed, uh, people like that usually able to build life they want. And they are very good um, socially as well. And they build the life the way they want because drawdowns of lives you know um, christine life is not perfect it goes up and it goes down and when it goes down some people crumble That's and they never get up back <clears throat> they can never rebuild their lives so and people who uh manage to get the genius in them they tend to rebuild their lives easier than others. They tend to uh, sort of um, go back and try again. They don't think, oh, this is it, this is the end of the world. And then they tend to have a triad of, well, it didn't work this time, so I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, I love that because I always say, the more <laughs> often you fail, the more likely you are to succeed in the future. And yes. Can you give us an example of someone you know that started or had a really bad start and everybody thought he would never amount to anything? And for those readers that are one or listeners that wonder why you always say he, that's just a habit that you have adopted because you cared interestingly most people boys, isn't it true? Although you had the daughter yourself that you raised to be her genius. So do you know anybody that had a hard start? Yes, yes. So um, I can tell you one case when a um, little boy was born with um, uh, lots of conditions because he was born early. So when he was born, doctors um, predicted not very uh, good future. Uh, so what his name... Wrong with Sorry? What all was wrong with him? He was born prematurely and he had tumor in his brain. Oh my God. Uh, 
So then he had a severe uh, hearing impairment. And, uh, you know, um, as a doctor, you know that it, when you um, can't hear, you also develop um, uh, speech problems. So speech problems uh, were a big thing. So what happened was that his parents, they didn't just accept um, the situation. They believed that uh, with good care, they will change and he will get better and he will fight and he will survive. And as any other parents, you know, we hope for best. So what is amazing, it did happen. He survived and he, uh, I uh, watched him um, and I was in it. I was there, watched him how he uh, walked in 24 months. Uh, 24 months is a bit late, but it was a big, big achievement. And it was uh, uh, the day I will never forget. Uh, we all were emotional. So he walked to learn. So he learned to walk. Then he learned to write. Then uh, he got a hearing aid later on. He didn't have it for many years because of brain tumor. And um, it's interesting how children are very adaptable, do you know? He developed this um, uh, lip reading. And it was so interesting. He would gaze at you and he would sort of, knew, he already knew what you want from him. He already knows what you are more than uh, at. And he was a good um, judge of character. And um, he also developed amazing memory. So all these skills, uh, interestingly, he uh, used at school and he, he started bringing amazing grades. Uh, so later on, later on, he finished school with uh, such a high grades and he was accepted to uh, one of prestigious universities in England. And uh, at present he is working in genetics. And uh, this is important part that he is so passionate about it. He never stops talking about it because he loves it and he's so good at it. So he is passionate about the environment. He's passionate about uh, genetics uh, to make difference for human life and etc. I admire this um, young man and I know so much about him because um, uh, he's my cousin, he's my cousin. And his parents, um, they're amazing people, uh, both of them. Uh, so what did they do this? Uh, you would think uh, this is such a, a case. Um, you yeah, everybody think, really would have said that he's bound to be disabled for the rest of your life. He you needs somebody to care for him. And now look at that. Yes, yes, yes. He's completely, yes. on the contrary, he contributes highly to society. Mm -hmm. What a success story. It's a success. So what, what, what was his parents did, phenomenal work. Uh, uh, they mastered these parenting um, skills by using tools. So looking at them, I learned. I learned because I wanted to know uh, how did they achieve that? So they used the right type of physiotherapy, etc. But they didn't do anything extra special for this child. <clears throat> they never told him he's disabled. Uh, 
they never um, give him uh, gave him any um, excuses. Oh, you can have, of course you can have because you have disability or because you have can never. They were so strict with him. They expected him to do all the chores and homeworks just like other siblings. So he grew up uh, sort of surviving, but also in equal uh, terms as um, a children with non-disabilities. Um, so that's what happened to Archie. And this is not just an isolated case because I am in this uh, nanny industry for uh, three decades, as uh, I mentioned, and <clears throat> I had few more cases and quite a lot of them as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what I think, uh, Christine, uh, and I'm sorry I call you Christine, you're Dr. Christine, but we are um, uh, working together now. And it, the amazing thing is your expertise on mental health and also your experience parenting um, coach already. Uh, putting together that with my skills, I think we can manage to deliver this message to many, many parents who can benefit. So your child does not have to be born uh, talented and gifted and all that. Your child is already born with those genes. He already has it because uh, scientists already proved it. Everyone knows that children have these hundred billions of neurons in the brain. They sit in there. So it's up to us, parents, nannies, carers who care for children to extract those uh, genes, cultivate them, nurture them, feed them right and give directions. And then child will find best in himself. And it doesn't matter who he is. He doesn't have to be uh, brilliant in math. That's fine. He could be genius on doing something from um, mud. And I know such child actually, who, who just couldn't do well academically, Christine. It's an amazing case actually, that's another one. So he couldn't, uh, he didn't want physics, chemistry, math. He just wanted to play in the mud, in, in the farm. And uh, anyone and, say never ever is he gonna be amounting to anything. The interesting thing is his uh, parents were so supportive, uh, super intelligent people. So together we managed to bring this child up. <clears throat> And he went to college and he's, he's one of the best and most, the biggest supply of organic vegetables in Europe. And that boy who played in the mud in the wellies, he didn't want, he wasn't interested in anything else. So, and, and Christine, yeah. yes? Interesting, going back to your question about ADHD, and I mentioned um, I knew parents. I haven't uh, just, um, if I could just mention what they did. So, uh, so they were my employers. And for me, it's always seemed, oh, this is a super rich person. This is so amazing. He must've um, been brilliant at school. So what I found out, they were self-made. 
And then even more I wanted to know. So I, I remember asking, I said, so you did well at school? And I was astonished uh, for, to hear the answer because he said, no, I couldn't do well at school. And I couldn't do well in sport either. So he finished school barely struggling uh, when 16, so he didn't do high school. So then he said, I used to love driving a tractor, just a tractor. Then uh, he had little plot of land. And he said, I calculated, he said, I, I calculated how much I would make money if I put crops in certain um, amount or whatever, then if I sell it. And I worked it out, that's not enough. And do you know what he did? He worked it out the way how to um, invent a product which is um, organic, which is amazing, which people love. And he's famous. Uh, every household knows his product. Um, so that's a, was only one example, but I know a few people. And that but was you know, another eye-opener, yeah. The last story, everybody wants to know, he wasn't successful in school. Was he put on medication? It was, sorry? Was he put on medication? Because he had ADHD, he used to take some medication. And uh, I, uh, that's another issue, I think. I, um, I, I am familiar with another uh, child who used to take medication. And looking back now, I think, um, because I now I know more about it. Um, I would not uh, support that uh, method because uh, what I watched, what I witnessed by observing, by observing people. So um, one of parents I worked um, used to take some medication but come off it. Another one didn't. So, but they had so much energy. And it was for me, I think you can take ADHD not as a, a negative label, it's actually, you can use it, it's amazing, a source of energy. And they can do a few multiple jobs at the same time. And if they focus on something, it's just, it's gonna be phenomenal results. I just can't pinpoint and explain how their brain works, but I know if you channel that, it's amazing. Wow, that's amazing. And I'm sure everyone <clears throat> that listening to this wants to know all about that and we'll talk about that in a future show for sure. So if you're out there listening, feel free to comment with your questions because I really want to hear what you're thinking and uh, listen on and take more of the good insights of Chinara with you into your own families. So Chinara, of course, yeah. Do you know, uh, I think uh, almost every third family might be, um, interested in uh, conversations like this because I see more and more um, uh, children, children with um, ADHD and how they misunderstood. Absolutely, so not I just ADHD children now are depressed and they have multiple illnesses that they slap on them and sometimes there are multiple medications. And yes, I think medications have a point from my standpoint, but 
there are natural options and parenting options and i feel they should be started first before yes yeah. medication should in my books be the last resort because honestly we do not know what they do to the brain of a child in the long term there are no long-term studies we know it changes the structure of the brain we do not know long-term effects i've mm -hmm. seen some that yeah. didn't turn out well with medication but that is of course uh, uh, one case we don't know on, on average and it, it's 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 interesting and in my opinion and, and in your experience too uh, mm -hmm. first explore all our other options and first explore good parenting and strengthen yes. the parts of the child and nourish those where they already shine and make them bigger and like a good plant you know and i love gardening and when you prune a plant you cut away what you don't need and you strengthen the, the parts of the plant that bear fruit and that's exactly what you do with your parenting the children are seed and you nourish and nurture and grow them from the seedling to a strong fruit bearing tree mm -hmm. so Chinara, we are all curious now why did you become a nanny of all <laughs> Interesting. Uh, people do ask me, do you know, <clears throat> because um, I think I radiate this um, uh, amazing energy, which um, uh, they they even get a little bit envious. I think uh, because uh, I, I have so much energy, I, I love it, and uh, I'm 52. <laughs> but people say, "Oh, we can't believe you're 52." I think it's because I'm a nanny. I tell you why, because um, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I tell you how it started. So it's almost accidental because uh, I'm supposed to be um, uh, an accountant. So I was a, a trainee, <laughs> <laughs> trainee accountant and I become a mother uh, to my beautiful daughter and everything changed so i think universe was uh, uh, gradually piece by piece brought things into my life that gently nudged me out of accountancy because i invested so much into that uh, so what i did uh, I, I i'm a young mom and uh, I, I have a daughter and uh, uh, i have to be at home and I started collecting um, uh, children from nurseries and nursery and school, which was nearby. Uh, children of parents who are stuck. Uh, they are at work till five, six, and school finishes quarter to three and somebody has to collect them. So I used to collect and uh, take them to the park, uh, play, uh, feed them and have uh, so much fun in the park play football and all that and, and come back and children uh, go back uh, with parents six or seven in the evening and parents pay me so and I couldn't believe the benefits so I get paid it was extra income and I was with my child uh, that was amazing and also the fresh air the beautiful trees and I love all this meditation and appreciating life and beautiful parks with trees again I love trees you can tell them <laughs> so <laughs> and I thought oh my gosh if I go back to accountancy and get fully trained I will be stuck in office and um, be stressed and, and caught up in office politics and that's how 
my career started. I started babysitting like that. Then I found um, the, in Britain, we have uh, a government officials called uh, social services. So I wanted to do it correctly. So I got registered and uh, I asked, what do I need to do a professional child carer? Uh, they buy some qualifications, but I went further than that because I just couldn't come off it. It's so fascinating to study psychology and early, early years development. And uh, I never stopped ever since. It's amazing. That's oh, how it's started. Tell us, when you raised your own child, that was perfect, wasn't it? Oh, Christine, do you have to ask that question? <laughs> Absolutely, we all want to know that. I want to look uh, perfect, um, and uh, um, <clears throat> but uh, it, there is nothing perfect, unfortunately. Yes, I was a young mom, and uh, I struggled. So perhaps we could talk about uh, struggles and mistakes at some point. There are quite a lot. <laughs> I still it's remember when I had my two kids. Oh my boy, did I make a lot of mistakes, big time. I yes. feel we, we have to do an extra show about all the mistakes we made. Yes. Parents, and that maybe yes. helps other parents to realize, hey, it's okay. We, we yes. are, nobody is perfect. Even if yes. you know exactly how you should do it, that doesn't mean you are able to actually do it when then the opportunity comes. Yes, you just have to, I think, uh, uh, try and uh, uh, also try to obtain all the resources. Uh, in my time, when I was young mom, um, I was um, quite isolated and it wasn't so available um, all this help available now i mean we are available now to train parents right. because there's no university and college right there's really no good training there's books and every parent thinks they know exactly how to do it or they pick up one of the books that is more theory than practice and some of them are good i won't say they are not there's a few things out there that i like but Really, what people need, I think, is more practical, down-to-earth advice from somebody that has experienced yes. it. Now, you've experienced it all, being a nanny. So yes. there's a lot of parents listening now. What are some of the most common challenges that parents have to raise their children? And they try to make the children adults. What mistakes do parents make? Just a few. Just a few. Okay. So... Um... One of common mistakes uh, parents can make um, is um, it's overprotectiveness. So it's natural, it's natural. It can happen to every parent because you want to keep your child safe. You want um, to teach your child. But sometimes, sometimes parents can forget that a child actually needs uh, a bit of a space. It's okay to fall, it's okay to cry but he can learn from it. So it's um, a common mistake uh, every parent does. I went uh, through that as well. Um, and uh, it's really a fine balance, right? Between letting the children yeah. do and make mistakes, but not letting yeah. them make really serious mistakes that will cause some physical harm. But to 
for example, when I wanted to have my hair cut, my mom said no, and I was really mad at her. And looking back, she should have allowed me to do it because uh, if I had been able to do it, maybe I would have realized I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Yes, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't have been like running across the street being hit by a car. That's something that children, especially small, need to be protected for. I think that there's a balance, or some yes. kids. They, 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 they want to dress themselves and it's okay to let them even if they put yes. clothes on that maybe not match and I'm sure you've seen that. Yes, yes. And it, it's, it's, it's quite um, a stressful for parents um, knowing what is right, what is wrong because a lot of parents are first time parents and it doesn't really matter if you're second or third time. So it's um, a lot of emotions involved that is challenging. Yeah. Uh, worrying uh, and stress. The stress of uh, balancing work with family life is the biggest one, I think, in my in my observation, because uh, parents work, they make money, they pay for everything, they want to provide family, they want their children have everything. At the same time, um, they want to spend time, and it's quite difficult to balance it. It's, uh, I think it's most difficult that one. Then also- I think you're completely right because I remember when I was working as a physician, I always felt guilty because I thought mm -hmm. I should be home. I should be looking. Now the children are okay, they grow up. But mm -hmm. yes, it, it is a big responsibility and it's very stressful and children are experts at pushing your buttons. Oh yes, oh yes. So the, another thing children's um, parents struggle with, it's just to catch up on basic sleep. Uh, every parent I know, they're sleep deprived, do you know? And I always say, you have to have time to sleep. You have to have time to sleep because if you don't sleep enough, it's a base for all the mental health and uh, a uh, bunch of problems. So why they're sleep deprived? Some, 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 some young parents are so naive. They think, oh, I have a baby and this baby will grow and become one years old and two years old and, and he will sleep. No, they never sleep. <laughs> they, they get up at three years old, four years old. They march to parents' bedroom. They wake them up. You can't train them. However, because brain is developing and they get sick, various reasons, they keep their parents awake. So they get very sleep deprived. And another stress I would say, quite important one, the responsibility. I look at parents and I feel, you know, I really feel sorry for them because so much responsibility to financial responsibility they have to make sure then responsibility they have to decide uh, what uh, parenting style they're going to ch uh, choose what rules they have to establish in the house what diet they have what schools they go what nanny to hire well you name it the whole list of things they have to uh, take responsibility to and make decisions so it's a lot of things um, on parents' shoulders. I really oh, yeah, um, admire parents. Sometimes I focus on <laughs> but, but really, yeah. parenting has been called one of the hardest jobs in the world, and it is. It is really hard. And I yeah. don't know a single parent that hasn't struggled with it at some point, unless they're very irresponsible and don't care. That happens, but very rarely. Most kids want the best. Most parents want the best for their kids. 
Now, Tanara, mm -hmm. I know you work for affluent families and VIPs and people are constantly in the eyes of the public and the media. Now, let us regular people on a few insights. How is life in those families? Well, this is uh, interesting because uh, working for affluent parents is um, very, very interesting uh, because they, not because they have uh, a lot of money, they're humans just like us and they are vulnerable just like us. But they are very, very, they have very busy schedules. So they um, fly frequently. So as a nanny, uh, we have to know where we're flying. We have to know the weather over there. We have to know what clothes to take, lots of packing involved. We need to know uh, if children are vaccinated, how to keep them safe over there. Uh, and uh, sometimes it's in very short uh, notice. So I learned to keep my passport always with me. I don't carry it every day, but it's always there ready because we can um, fly in short notice. Also, <clears throat> quite, I tell you quite interesting um, uh, thing that um, it can be quite tricky. For example, when you sign a contract for um, VIP family, they call them VIP, they're not just uh, affluent. Um, you don't quite understand. Well, I didn't understand. It was 25 pages. What do they say? Well, fine. Okay, confidentiality, I can do that. The rest, whatever, so I sign. So in one case, what happened, uh, a prime minister walked in. We were on Sunday morning, I was in the kitchen. Uh, he walked in in flip-flops and shorts. I was so speechless, Christine, I didn't know. And, and the first thing I thought, okay, what's the protocol? What's the protocol? What, I, what do I need to do? <laughs> I, I, I thought, Christine, the I thought, Prime Minister in the kitchen. I found a snap photo yes. and, and you know, of the sun. <laughs> he was in country residence. And, and, and the voice in my head was saying, why is he in flip-flops? Prime Ministers don't wear flip-flops. They don't walk in. And I was like, oh, come on, you shut up. What do I do now? And I thought, shall I say um, an old traditional um, English, uh, nice weather, isn't it, <laughs> Prime Minister? Or shall I say, how do you do, Prime Minister? Oh. And by the time I was thinking, I stayed mute. And he made his coffee and left. So... <laughs> <laughs> then I remembered afterwards that the that protocol is so funny. Yes, it is. Tara, what a treasure trove of experience, <laughs> practical knowledge, and fun. And I'm sure that our listeners will take in every little nugget, especially the prime minister. And it's <laughs> let me ask you, Tara, why, why do you want to change your career when you are so happy being a nanny? What prompted you to become well, a coach at this stage of your life? So. Um, uh, this is an interesting journey for me, Christine, because um, I learned so much by uh, working as a nanny. I learned so much about children, about um, parents, and um, 
this expertise on uh, bringing up children on parenting is um, most complex. So I worked for people who uh, make money, who run the empires, who are so wealthy, so talented, etc. But the most difficult part, the most difficult job is parenting. I'm really honestly telling you, Christine, and you know that it's parenting. So the journey being uh, to become a parenting coach is has an aim to reach out as many parents because you only have one shot. So a child grows up so fast. So when a child grows up, that's when you're going to see your fruits of your labor. That's when you see the adult your child become. So I am so lucky that I met uh, Dr. Christine and Dr. Christine's expertise on mental health and brain health together with my nanny uh, expertise can give so much support to parents from every angle because it's not just a child, it's a whole family. It's a whole family because stress, the, um, all this past growing world, uh, children not coping at school, what shall we do about discipline? What shall we do about uh, homeworks, etc.? It all comes together. So I think we have a very unique product here, which can be offered for parents. It is very, very in um, earthy, uh, simplified language, um, compressed and simplified version of it, so every parent can implement and imagine. Imagine every parent, and I believe every parent wants to do best for their children, implementing those methods we are offering. And so many genius children in the world. Can oh, you imagine? That wonderful. And really, <laughs> nobody knows what your child is able to become in the future. And maybe your child, when you're listening here, will be the next president of America or the prime minister of. Great Britain or another country. Yes. Maybe there will be yes. a famous inventor or lead a company that helps to improve many other people's lives. Yes, Christine, one person can make the difference in the world. Yes. So if I can make the difference, uh, helping somebody and somebody has a child, which um, they implement all this parenting tools and skills, and that child can make the difference in this world, then I would never regret. I would never regret. Yeah, I agree. It's always a good idea to invest in our children because they are our future. Yes, wow. yes. And that's the best, best the uh, investment on your children. It's because I'm a parent, I know, and your parent, Christine, we are all in the same boat. Uh, I'm not just saying because I read books or something. No, I know how hard it is. And I wish when I was mom, I had all that support. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yes. I wish I had the nanny Chinara, honestly. Oh, Ooh, yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Chinara, you're calling your method of parenting tiger parenting. That's also the name of your website. What does tiger yes. parenting mean to you? Well, uh, originally I'm from um, Central Asia, 
where a mountain chain goes through there from amazing place where some amazing people live there. They believe in culture, they believe in traditions, and parents feel respected by children, and they have certain methods of bringing up their children. So we call it tiger parenting because tiger parenting is a method of parenting where uh, discipline is enforced to um, very dis disciplinarian. So they expect child to do well. And there are lots of benefits of it. I only realized that when I was a teenager, I used to resent, but moving to West, and I moved when I was young, I've realized the benefits of tiger parenting, which lack in Western world. So in Western world, uh, being a parent myself, I faced with a system where a very liberal and permissive parent, parenting. And I watched the whole generation of young people who grow up, they don't know what they're good at. They don't know how to make money. They don't know how to support themselves. Plus they have no respect to parents. And I had to examine all that, what happened here. So Dr. Christine and I, we put this system together, which was, uh, I was trying for some time. So I call it tiger parenting, where East meets West. So I love that. Yes, because this is um, tiger parenting where it's very disciplinarian, okay? And uh, Western, if you ask my daughter, one day I'm gonna ask my daughter to make a video for us. So she's an amazing adult now. It's just, you're gonna love her. So she, 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 she was brought up under a system where I was disciplinarian and her father is English. Her father used to ask, used to say, hold on a moment. She said she doesn't want to be a plastic surgeon. How about if we ask what she wants? And she said, I like mathematics. So she had to choose it. But I wanted her to be a, a, plastic, surgeon. a plastic surgeon. And I thought there's nothing wrong with it. But what I like in Western um, uh, system, they actually ask children, they ask children, if child doesn't want to play violin, they're not going to force him. They actually listen to children, which is very nice, very good, healthy. And that is in our program as well, how to listen to a child. So Tiger Parenting is an amazing program. Please, please implement it to your families. And we have an amazing gift. Dr. Christine and I, we have an amazing gift to give it to you for free which you can download and Dr. Christine can tell you where. Uh, so it's, it's it, I, I love it. I love it. And I genuinely want every parent uses those methods because you listen to your child, you respect your child, you feel respected, your child is genius, your child grows up into amazing individual in future, um, independent, happy, he has so many skills and passionate. Well, what more do you need? Healthy in mind and body. So uh, tiger parenting is 
very so good. So the way, Gennaro, the way you teach child parenting and you do it together, those strategies really combine the best from Eastern and Western parenting traditions and science, and, and they result in the best results. And uh, I, I think that is really amazing. And yes, we have a wonderful uh, book uh, that we did together and where you explained the 10 best strategies and secrets that you recommend for parents to use if they want to raise their child to be a genius, to live in their yeah. genius zone, to become their best. And you know, to get it, all you need to do is go to the uh, Genera's website, which is www.tigerparenting.org. So it's not a com, it's an ORG website. So go down there right now and I'll put the link on the video and underneath, of course, and download it for free. And it's 10 secrets that every parent needs to know. And I showed it to a few parents. I read it myself and said, oh, wow, I wish I would have known that. That's the reaction we always get. And I yeah. love that. So you will want to know them. If you have children or grandchildren even, you want to know what Chinara is writing. It's so true. So Thank Thank that's a great you. ending. And who doesn't want their children to shine, to become their best? So it's, it's really amazing. So thank you again, Chinara, for doing that with me and for sharing your passion, your knowledge, your experience that you want to use to see more uh, people and raise their children to become highly successful. And I can see us definitely do more shows on parenting, on children's mm -hmm. mental health, on resilience, and, yeah. and maybe even books. Oh, sorry, interrupt me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I just like like children. Put my hand up. To um, can I just squeeze in just three little methods? For Please. Oh yes. Today they can take away and implement immediately. Go for it. Okay. So uh, number one, uh, you just need 20 minutes a day to dedicate for your child. It has detrimental effects. So what you do, 20 minutes and you tell your child, okay, this is your time. We can do anything you want, but not watching telly or playing games, anything, literally anything. And those 20 minutes, you give full attention to your child. So your child knows this is his or her time and he or she was heard. So maybe your child can tell about troubles at school or amazing friends, or maybe they were up to no good somewhere. You don't raise your eyebrows. You don't comment anything negative. You don't threaten. You don't say that's unacceptable. You just listen. You nod and say, that must be difficult. That probably was difficult for you or I am so proud of you. Those 20 minutes, they will come back as 20 million benefits to you. Trust me, because it's called bond, bond between a parent and a child, just 20 minutes. So if you do that, then second one, you can enforce family rules. That's where the discipline comes. If you don't get bonded, your discipline is not gonna work. So when you do disciplining, you write down four rules, no more. Okay, five. 
you write them down, make it very clear, and uh, you explain the consequences and stick it on the fridge. That's it. And if they break the rule, you don't say, I give you one chance and second one and uh, that, and no, you enforce consequences. That's it. It will give you amazing benefit of asking your child just once in the future without losing any temper or getting frustrated. Number three, please, 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 every parent out there, tell your child many times a day or times of a night, any time, how much you love your child. So even when you enforce the consequences of broken rules, child will know you love him or her. So please tell that you always, always love. It doesn't matter in what circumstances. It doesn't matter if you're disciplining and you are enforcing the uh, family rules or you want him to do something or you're disappointed. He still will know you love him. So three things. Surely you can do that. Thank you, Christine. I'm sorry I interrupted oh, you. No, no, that was so worth it. Thank you to be so generous <laughs> and share those three tips because even if you don't go to the website, which I highly recommend because there's more, <laughs> then at least you have the three really important tips. Yes. If you just do these three kids, your children probably will turn out so much better than they would otherwise. Oh, yes. Yes. So, Again, if you want to get Chinara's 10 best secrets for the stressed parents and how to raise your child to be a genius, just go to Tiger Parenting, T-I-G-E-R Parenting, one word, dot O-R-G, org. And uh, then you can download for free from there. And I can't wait to see all the children of these smart parents shine and succeed. So that's the end of today's version of Sparkles for Mental Health. Make sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss another episode. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.